Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Hey friend, now for today's chat, we are just going to dive right in. And this topic is a big one. And honestly, I don't feel like it's discussed enough. Now, this is kid friendly. And so we don't have to worry about any spicy language. But I do think it's something that we need to lean into and maybe follow up on if we're talking to our kids or to our our older littles. Now, I want to talk about the concept of being too good. I know that sounds crazy because it's like, oh my gosh, most of the time you hear about people saying, well, I'm not good enough, or I wonder if I'm good enough, or dealing with things like imposter syndrome or figuring out where you fit in. And I actually want to talk about the other side of it. It's this thing that seems to happen where other people are viewing successes or changes or challenges or growth or watching other people, and then you hear this languaging come forth oh, well, that person is too good for that situation. Or that person thinks that they've outgrown that situation. Or that person has ascended to a place where they feel like they are better than that situation. Have you ever heard that language before? It's something I actually talk about quite often with my littles, partly because they're a prime example of blessed, fortunate, and deserving girls that lived a certain lifestyle before. If you're not familiar with our story, it's a great place to start. You can head back to episode one of the very first season of the Nicole Walters podcast to learn how we became a family. But my three sweet littles grew up in a situation that is very, very far from where they are now. And because of that, one of the first things they had to confront when still interacting with their friends that were still in their previous lifestyle was that they'd become too good for them. And you know what I mean when you say that, right? When that friend may not live in the same neighborhood anymore or may not engage in some of the same activities anymore or may not make the same income anymore, or heck, sometimes it even goes as far as their body and lifestyle choices or friends, their new friends are hanging out with, or education. There's this 
nagging and persistent languaging that I've noticed where when someone has ascended to a different level or is embracing a new lifestyle that honestly seems to be becoming of them, that flatters them and or flatters others around them, or society celebrates that they may encounter people around them, either in their previous life or outside, that may use the languaging that that person or that family has become too good. Now, I have to let you know, For me personally, I always tell my girls and I always remind myself this because, you know, I've been on the other side of this as well. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as being too good for a situation. Actually, if you have determined that you're too good for a situation, oh my word, you should get out of it. You should leave that situation. If that situation doesn't serve you, you certainly shouldn't remain there. It doesn't benefit you. It's not a good thing. It's our purpose in life to always ascend and look and seek and chase something better. So if you feel like a situation doesn't serve you, oh my word, shouldn't you do everything you can to get out of it? I mean, when I look at my girls every single day, and I think you might feel this way too if you have someone in your life that you love dearly, whether it's a child or a sibling or a family member, if you really love them and you want the best for them, Would you ever look at them growing out of a situation and say, oh, now you're too good? I mean, really reflect on that languaging, because I do think we've all felt, to some extent, some sadness as we've seen someone sort of move in a direction that may take them further from us or embrace a lifestyle that's unfamiliar to us. I think we all can relate to that emotion, but it's this languaging of, that person doing something that is too good. So for instance, as someone who is going through the divorce process now, my have I heard all the different reasons for why people think I'm getting divorced. And, you know, the day may come where I'll discuss that and where I'll share a little bit more around the background. But I I promise you, it won't be salacious. It won't be dramatic. This wasn't an issue of anything physical or, or anything like that, you know. But The time will come where I will discuss that. But, you know, I'm not looking for any gossipy, ranty things. I don't have anything terrible to say about my ex, nothing like that. But as I know that people are curious, one of the things that I've, I've heard, you know, is, well, have you changed in your situation? Have you, did you become too good for your partner? And I've heard other people say this about other relationships. I've heard people say it about workplaces. And it's always odd to me because just because someone changes doesn't necessarily mean they've become too good for something. If anything, it's almost hurtful when I hear that because it's uh, demeaning to my ex. You know, it's demeaning to uh, the person that I used to be with. No matter what the terms are for our separation, it's saying that maybe they're less than you know, or that I am at a certain level that they aren't. And I just don't believe that. And I think it's such a unkind thing to say to someone because simultaneously while saying that a person isn't deserving of where they are, it's also saying that another person is lower than another. And I don't know what the origin of this is. I mean, I do know personally the discomfort of watching someone else grow. And I'll be the first one to say it. I've had friends who have reached certain income brackets well before me, (laughs) well before me. I have a mentorship group, a sort of mini mastermind, if you will, of gentlemen. And several of them are billionaires or worth, you know, several hundred million. And when I tell you regularly, when I'm in their spaces, 
they are discussing lifestyles or business deals or embracing opportunities or engagements or even foods that I am not familiar with. Like y'all know, I am a cheese and target type of girl. I don't really know if, if my income level will ever change that. <laughs> I don't know. That's just kind of how I am. I'm like, bring me a ginger ale. You know, that's kind of how I am. But I mean, these are gentlemen who, you know, they know the difference between caviar. I'm like, it's all fish eggs and nasty to me. <laughs> but, you know, when I'm in their spaces, you know, there is sort of that mindset of certain things aren't even something they'd be interested in because they're too good for it. But what I've also learned is that, gosh, people are people. We're all going through similar things. We're all struggling in different ways. We all have hard things that we confront. And we're all trying to be better than the generation before us. I know that there's nothing to be served by me sitting here saying that just because someone is so deeply worried about me being too good for a situation, that I'll remain there. And that's kind of what I'm hoping that in our chat today, friend, if this is something you're struggling with, because I know it's true. I mean, I have talked to my my kids when they've turned down opportunities like, well, I don't know if I want to be on varsity because all my friends are still on JV. Or I don't know if I want to start that business because what if my friends won't get it? Well, friend, I'm hoping that you're not in that place too. Or maybe there's a little bit, that nagging little feeling of you that I don't know if I want to try this new thing or go to this new place or embrace this new opportunity because what if people think that I've just gotten too good? What if people think that I have gotten better than? What if people judge me? What if people know that I actually am making a lot of money and doing really well for myself and that's all because I've made great decisions, wonderful choices? Look, if you decided to start working out and you've gotten a rocking hot body because of it, good on you. If you've decided to do the hard work to build a business on the side, and that is helping you pay your bills and be more successful and and see amazing things happen for you, well, good on you. You deserve that. You earned it. And that's a good thing. It doesn't make you too good. It makes you just right. And friend, the last thing I want is for the fear of having someone tell you that you don't deserve to keep you from getting what you do deserve. I know that I've always, I'm not even kidding, guys, story time. When I was doing press and promo for my show on USA Network, She's the Boss, I did an interview. And it didn't make the actual interview. It was an off-the-record question that was asked of me. But someone actually asked me, they said, a beautiful Black woman like you, you are with a man who, you know, I don't know if we quite understand it. What's the appeal there? What was it like being in an interracial relationship with a guy like that? Y'all, that was a real question that I received off the record. And my PR team actually kind of put the kibosh on it. They kind of shut that down. Um, One, because it's incredibly rude. And two, because that's not what the press discussion was about whatsoever. And three, where do people get off asking something like that? How absolutely awful and terrible of a thing to say. What one person's preferences are, whether it's around their goal setting, who they're dating, their lifestyle choices, their uh, business choices, the way they spend their money, whatever, you know, their body, that's them. That's their choice. That's their life to embrace. And for us to be able to comment on it in any one way or another is just so wildly inappropriate. And what happens is it sets this tone that 
people are, and this is, I mean, it's the converse, right? Like I always say to myself, well, what do you expect people to do? If someone is in a situation that they feel doesn't serve them, like a job that they just hate. I mean, have you ever heard of the Sunday Scaries, friend? where it's like Sunday rolls around and you literally feel that overwhelming sense of doom and anxiety and sadness because, you know, Monday is right around the corner and you've got to go back to that job you hate, the Sunday scaries. Friend, if you know someone is dealing with the Sunday scaries and then they finally manage to drum up the courage to apply for a new job and to do everything they can to get that job, and they finally do, how on earth can we come with the narrative that they think they're too good to remain in their previous employment. You don't even know what they're dealing with in the offline. You have no idea what they've had to go through in order to step out of that situation into what they deserve. Friend, what I worry about the most is that this is you, that you've been on the other side, that you've limited yourself from embracing everything you've deserved because you've been so worried about narratives others will write. If there's anything I can tell you, it's that you are in charge of your own narrative. That if there's anything that you shouldn't be afraid of, it's what other people are going to say because they will have something to say about everything you do. Whether it is going out and getting that promotion, some people will love it, some people will hate it. Some people will celebrate you, some people will celebrate you losing. Friend, if you want to experience life in its most complete, you cannot let that be dictated or measured on terms of those who are not willing to take that journey with you. If you don't know my destination, you absolutely cannot speak to the course that I choose to walk to get there. Life is generous. It's also complex. And day in and day out, we are going to have to make tough decisions about whether or not we want to stay where we are or look to see if there's something more that we can get. But what I want to let you know is never, with all the choices we have to make, as hard as they are, I never want you to limit yourself because you're afraid that someone's going to say that you don't deserve to be in the room that you're in. You should never question your seat at the table once you're at the table. You deserve to be there. You're never too good to be where you've worked to get. So friend, go out there and get it and keep it and be proud of it and know that you are more than good enough. Another great chat. Oh, I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend.